The following podcast is a joint production between independent, aspiring media and lousy weather media. I'm just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems when it comes to love. I'm in need of it. Welcome to the Wingcast, everybody. Uh, I am your host, as always, comedian and author of the book Memoirs of a Wingman, Steve Guy. I do, I've told you guys for weeks, ultimately, I will have guests and we'll talk about different topics. I finally have one here today. Because we're going to talk about a topic that I'm not an expert on, but it's nice. Everything that I tell you guys in terms of being a wingman comes from observation and knowing people. And now I have somebody who's been in a situation or is in a situation and she gets to enlighten us. Uh, I think a lot of you dudes are going to learn some things in terms of people that you are swiping right on on Tinder and you think it's going to be an easy go. I think you're going to find out today that that's not accurate. Uh Thanks to Lousy Weather Media. As always, check out all of their shows on lousyweathermedia.com. Uh, you can hear my neighbor. He's he's playing the trumpet right now. Wailing. Yeah, yeah. The, the other voice you heard is none other than Jess Falstich. Did I say this right? Uh, yeah, Falstick. Falstick. Yep. Yep. Whatever. No, it's good. Fine. It's Fine. German. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my name's Easy. Yeah, I know. So. It is very, like, almost yeah. like fake. Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah, every time I meet a girl randomly in the bar and somebody introduces me because all my friends just use my full name. Yeah, they're like, "That's not really your name." I'm like, "Yeah, no, that's." I don't think I would ever just call you Stevie. I'd just be like, "Steve guy." Yep, that's everybody. I I've had to pull my ID out to prove it to people. Steve guy. I'm like, that's kind of ridiculous. (laughs) That's that's a bit excessive, folks. (laughs) Let me see your ID. Like, I don't. don't it never really occurred to me and then we were talking I was talking about my best friend our mutual friend BJ about and I was like that guy and she was like literally that guy and I'm like oh yeah guy okay yeah. Oh, I never so Jess and I are gonna sit here we're gonna chat uh we're gonna have trumpet music in the background it's I like apologize. NPR it's like we're classy here except yeah. you know we're like cheap and we're discounting NPR because the guy's really bad yeah that's pretty much what it he's is like the- Bowie Armstrong is the music good on NPR? Not really. I don't know. I only ever listen to like the talk shows and the news. Um, but I know that they have like these little like, like flowery introductions with like trumpet flourishes, and they start up their like you know oh. daily newscast or whatever. So that's what I feel like is happening right now. It's like dun 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 dun. He's gonna hear you making fun of him now. No, I'm singing along, sir. I'm just pissed. trying to like harmonize. It's yeah. fine. Well, guys, Jess is here. Uh, First of all, I okayed it for her to be on because she is another comic and she actually is funny. So I thought that she'd bring some fun to you guys. Uh, You can follow her along on Twitter and Instagram. And she even is saying you can find her on Snapchat. Uh, (laughs) No one does. So I need to to have Snapchat for a reason. Because right now I'm posting cat pictures to my boyfriend and like two other people. So Uh, Well, you can follow her at Epic Fall. E-P-I-C-F-A-U-L. Uh, across all of those platforms uh, and of course you can follow the show here at the wingman guy on twitter and instagram and if you have any questions comments you've got a great wingman story uh, or even if because jess will probably be back on the show at some point we have hey. many things to talk about uh, if you want something specific for her email me 
thewingcast at gmail.com. Jess, how long have you been doing comedy? Let's set that table. Uh, so it's been about 14 months. So you're new. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm still a baby. New to that, not new to dating. No, God, no. Um, I've been doing that for far too long. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, that was the thing. When I found out it was like a podcast about relationships, because I've been on a couple podcasts already where like we had to like, you know, come up with like lists of things we liked or like I did a podcast where we talked about things we hated. And I do hate a lot of things, so that was pretty easy for me too. But um, relationships is like top three things I could talk about for probably 16 hours because I have like... I've pretty much seen things from every single side of it, and uh, yeah, I get them. I would assume that the podcast you were on talking about things that you hate is Let the Hate It was, yes, also on Lousy Weather, yes. Uh, That's one of the best podcasts out there. I I love that podcast. I always plug, love Jeremy Shear. I love him too. He's uh, one of my darlings from starting stand-up years ago. Uh, So Jess is here with us today because our topic is open relationships. And there are a lot of, uh, a lot of, I feel like, common misconceptions yeah. with what that means. Yeah. For instance, uh, back to these guys who swipe on Tinder. I mean, it, in the world of dating apps, people see this, and people are on Tinder, Bumble, whatever, saying, I'm in an open relationship, or I'm just looking for this, or whatever. Mm. And immediately, you're going to have people probably say, swipe, and they're like, this just means they want to fuck. And right. I'm like, ah. I don't know if that's the case, folks. Maybe sometime. But clear the air as we get into this right up front. What does it mean to be in an open relationship? I think, unfortunately, the whole idea, the whole purpose of having an open relationship is to kind of have it be not only boundary-free but label-free. So there's, it's really hard to really quali- quantify, qualify the specific terms of an open relationship because I think on its face you're assuming, like, okay, there are two people – that are quote unquote committed to one another, but have the freedoms and ability to be able to sleep with other people. I think that is the most classic definition of an open relationship. So is it more a physical thing when you go out with other people or is it because like, is it supposed to be agreed upon? Hey, emotions are sectioned off for the two of us. Right. And that's it. And that's the thing. Like, I think that really does, that's where you start to branch out from the classic definition of we're committed, but we can sleep around to like every single, I think there's probably no two open relationships. They're like snowflakes. There, There's <laughs> no two relationships, open relationships have the same set of guidelines because I think for some open relationships, it's like, um, like you can, you can, you can bang other people if I can be there or like, right. uh, you can bang other people and I don't have to be there, but, um, you have to tell me every single time you do it. Or I don't ever want you to tell me every single time you do it because I don't want to know. There's literally a million different ways yeah. that people make the rules for these things. So it's I think one of the things that the, kind of with the misconceptions, again, is that people assume, oh, open relationship means you're just trying to have threesomes the entire time. So, okay. So here's the tricky thing. Um, and BJ and I have talked about this. So the thing we get frustrated with, because I'm bisexual, like I will still go on Tinder. My boyfriend and I have an understanding that I can still sleep with women. He's fine with that. And he doesn't have to be there. Like, he's completely fine with that. And um, when I go on Tinder, the thing that's really fucking frustrating is that I would say 75% of the women, at least in Cleveland anyway, you swipe through the pictures and it's just them and their boyfriend, them and their husband, them and their boyfriend, them and their husband. And it never always really specifically says in the bio that's like, we're looking for something, but it's just kind of like, 
it, it's just very much implied. And then BJ taught me the term uh, unicorn, which I did not know, which is like a girl who's just specifically willing to go bang couples and kind of be their like live sex toy, oh. which I mean, like I actually have been talking to some of my other girlfriends about this, met some of my other bi friends and they were like, yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, some girls are down for that. It feels kind of icky to me because like, <laughs> I don't know, like I'm not ever going to be like, I'm a person. I'm not that kind of like sensitive weirdo, but like, it does feel weird kind of feeling like you're just kind of this plaything for a couple. And in a lot of ways, too, like, I feel like it's been my experience on Tinder anyway, that even if I, like, started talking to a girl into the guise of, like, maybe I can just convince her to, like, hook up with me and, like, leave the dude, like, at home anyway, like, it's been my experience that they don't even really want to follow through on the act. They just like the fantasy. So they like going on Tinder, seeing pretty girls. She gets to pick out pretty girls she likes. You know, then you ask for their phone number or something, you never hear from them again. And it's like, okay, like, I don't know how much you were really all about that life anyway. So, <laughs> so I don't know. That's just been my experience, at least with the Tinder side of it, is like, yeah, you probably just want to spice up your marriage or your marriage is, like, struggling or your relationship is struggling, so you're here to find a girl who's, like, BTF, but... It's just harder because I think, like, a lot of women on there are legitimately looking for, like, another woman, not a couple. Like, a lot of women on there are strictly, like, lesbian. They don't want to be with a guy. It doesn't matter the circumstances. So I just think that that's a tricky way. It's funny because there used to be a three-way Tinder, and I think it still exists. And for that, it's like you're going in and you know what you're getting into. So that you should probably sign up for if that's what you're looking for. But the thing is, I don't think it's taken off like Tinder has, so people are still sort of using that maybe you'll help it now now it's yeah it's, well if i remember it used to be called thrinder and then they changed it and i don't remember what i don't know what it's called now so i, I could plug it but i don't remember what it's called oh well maybe we'll look it up we'll look and into this in post we'll do some I'll plug it at the <laughs> and see if they sent you like some <laughs> yeah. swag with their logo on it i'm just gonna wear it everywhere <laughs> check it out guys this is it being in an open relationship, all right, how long have you been with your boyfriend right now? Um, so here's, this is where I get my level of expertise, actually. Um, we've been officially official, like, quote-unquote exclusive, sans the women sleeping together thing, Okay. Uh, since October. So it's been about 10 months. Yeah. But we've been dating since May of last year. All right. And then from May to October, it was more like an open situation where okay. we could both do whatever we wanted to do. So... Previously, it was both do whatever you want. Yes. And is it more of that's an open relationship or it's like you're still kind of dating, that. but this is the person that you're in. Right. That. So you're not really necessarily in a committed relationship Correct. at that point. Correct. Because I, I had literally just gotten out of my marriage when yeah. he asked me out. It was like six weeks on, which I mean, strike while the iron's hot, I guess. I don't know. But um, he, he asked me out and we started going out. And then about a month in, he was like, yeah, you know, I see us, like, dating exclusively. And I was like, I don't, because I've been married (laughs) for 13 years, and I can't, I can't do that. And it really, I think a lot of it, it broke my heart to kind of see him, because he would try to talk to other girls, but I could just tell, like, he didn't want to be with anyone else. And him only talking to other girls was sort of a formality, because he, he knew I was out dating other guys. Yeah. And, uh, and so, and I think that kind of. I realized that it was hard for me to watch someone go through that, um, but I still really wanted to date him, and that's inevitably, I think, what led to, like, as I was dating all these other guys, and I was just kind of like, these guys aren't even, they, I don't even want to be around them as much as I want to be around this one guy who's obviously, like, head over heels for me anyway. Yeah. So that ultimately, I think, was the sort of deciding factor for me and just, like, 
this guy's crazy about me. I clearly am crazy about him because he's the only one I really want to spend the most amount of time with. Um, so that's why we decided to go the more exclusive route. But that's, but also that's still like, I haven't had a lot of freedom yet. I've only been like, I've only been officially divorced for like not even six months. And I was, that's why I was still just like, can I still sleep with girls though? Because I'm not ready to do this. Like only you and one person and you for potentially forever. Right. So then here this comes around as we go back to the open relationship topic. How does that conversation really Do you want to know how it exactly went with us? Cause, cause for him, you know, like I said, he'd been pushing for a while to be exclusive. Um, the day that I realized I wanted to be exclusive with him, we were actually, we were sitting at um, Southside in Tremont. And we were just sitting there talking, and all of a sudden I was like, I think I want to be your girlfriend. And he was just like, yeah, okay. And I was like, but here's the thing. <laughs> I was like, I, and I literally I was just like, I still want to sleep with women. And I was like, you know, I don't want the rule that you always have to be there. Like, I, I don't necessarily mind if you're there. And then, and then, like, if she's okay with it, then that's fine, too. But, like, for the most part, you know, that's that's my stipulation. If you want to yeah. be exclusive, then this this is what has to happen. And he literally, like, took... Three seconds, and he's like, yeah, that's okay. That's all right. I can be okay with that. Now, the caveat is that it's happened since then, and I got, I've got, i gotten little hints that, like, he's not as okay as I think he thought he was going to be. Like, he thought maybe it was a phase. Right. Or that it just never would happen, or that in the context that when it did happen, it would just so happen that he would also happen to be there, and then that yeah. would be great. Um, but I will say, like, I think it took that initial, like, me hooking up with other girls while we were together to get him used to the idea now i think he's much more like it's kind of like getting in like the hot tub like he had to ease into it and he wasn't quite sure but now i think he's a lot he re- i think ultimately at the end of the day what it boils down to and i think this is the the moral of most um open relationships is that you're coming home to me you know what i mean sure. like you're ending up with me you're not leaving me for this person this person is you know like the girls i've been hooking up with are mostly my friends too that he knows Right. So that I think adds an element of like comfort for him too. Doesn't so <laughs> I feel like there are two ways to go with yeah. an open relationship, at least in people's minds. It's either that uh, both people in the relationship are just sleeping around and they don't care, almost like a swinger mentality, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or the other thought of it is uh, one of them really wants to be in an open relationship and the other, the other not doesn't. so and much, just and there's a lot it. of stress yes. there. And so for him to to know the people. Does it make somebody more comfortable, or is there a little it's a bit... It's a good question. I mean, the thing know, was... There's got to be some sort of discomfort when you're all hanging out. He was originally uncomfortable, because, like, I, he knew who it was. He knew it was a friend of mine, and um, and they they work in the same building, so right. they would cross paths a of lot. Course. And she texted me, like, the Monday after it happened, and she was like, yeah, he was real weird today, and he would not yeah. say hi, and I was like, shit, I gotta get on top of this. So, so that's when I finally forced him to sit down. I was like, look, if it's not okay, that's... We can talk about that. I'm not saying that's a deal-breaker for our relationship. Right. But... You need to pretend like it's. You need to not pretend like it's okay, and then go be weird. You got to be honest about right. it, right? So I was like, you know, honestly, I think you know if this is bothering you, and that's when it did come out. And he was like, I just don't want you to leave me for anybody else. And I was like, that is not gonna happen. Like, right. And I think when I reassured him, like, it literally is just a sex thing, and I need to be able to like have that part of my life because I didn't. Like, I met my husband in college, my ex husband, and I was like seventeen. And when we started dating, like, that was it. Like, we just started dating. I never got the chance to date girls. I never really got the chance to date other guys. Like, I never got any of that. So that's why I'm still very much, like, firmly in the camp of, like, allow me this freedom. And and I think, like I said, for him, the immediate sort of 
you know, like I said, his knee jerk, like, yeah, that's fine. When I first asked him was sort of under the guise of like with girls, it's harder to get upset because you're not in direct competition. Like you can't compete. You don't have that equipment. So like you right. can't, you can't be like pissed if she's got a bigger dick. Cause you know what I mean? It's just not the same. So I think that's why it was immediately kind of okay. And then, like I said, also ultimately also the hope that he can be involved. But, um, but I do think once we finally talked about it, it did make, it put his mind a lot more at ease. But there's still, I'm sure, that initial, if, if yes. he's crossing paths, yes. that that discomfort would be like, oh, how was your night? Good. How was your <laughs> night? And then he's like, well, the way she just said good, it sounds like she got something that I didn't get last night. <laughs> well, it's or funny. like, or was hers better than mine? <laughs> and the other and the other thing is too, like we had a very clear and open agreement, like I will tell him literally every single time. So there's never like mystery yeah. is like, did she recently hook up with her? Right. Um, and then it's funny because just in the last week, he and I have been, I don't know why, I think it just took this much time for him to kind of become okay with it. We talk about it now and it's almost kind of funny. Like we kind of yeah. joke about it a little bit. And like, and it's almost, it's kind of almost, it's weird to say, but it bonds us a lot in a way just to know that we can kind of make jokes about it and laugh about it and have yeah. it like be so okay. The perception that people in an open relationship, that the other side of it is purely physical is basically accurate right right? i mean you're not out there you're not trying to date date multiple people like you're not thinking oh i need to go get them a nice valentine's day gift and take them out on a nice date like that's not the case what i well not in my scenario but what i think is interesting is i think for a lot of people too open relationships beyond the physical part um, are about filling in the gaps where your main partner sort of leaves Like off. there's some sort of mental connection or right. like if, intellectual if you, thing. Yeah. Right, like if there's something missing in your main relationship where like you guys, you know, maybe don't laugh together a lot, but you know, sure. you're, you're both a really good problem solvers and that's why you stick together. Like you go find someone that makes you laugh a lot and you have all kinds of fun with them because they're way more fun and like free-spirited. That's for me anyway. I don't think if I felt like I was into someone more beyond just the physical element of it, I would get nervous because that's how I could see myself developing feelings and then that becomes a more complex situation. Yeah. So if you're on the outside looking in and you're somebody, you're going to pursue talking to someone who is is in an open relationship, mm-hmm. how do you even suggest somebody go about doing that? I mean, they probably shouldn't expect to get hooked on feelings right Right. so like that's got to be a whole other conversation as well like hey we can hang out but just so you know it ends pretty much here but should somebody i mean at the same time should somebody go into it and just approach you and be like oh hey so we can just i just want to hook up with you and you know what i mean like they can't be too aggressive though right at the same time sure yeah i mean i think unfortunately uh, you have to be able to, I mean, some people are fine with being blunt and straight to the point. I think unfortunately within life, when it, especially when it's, you're talking about emotions and personal feelings and humans and just how they process shit, it's very difficult to be very black and white. You have to walk a very delicate balance between being like, here, here, this is what I want and putting your expectations out there, but doing it in a way that's not like, here's my dick. And like, you know, throwing it down (laughs) on the desk. Like you have to be able to, to, be able to specify your intentions, but do it in such a way that's also very respectful, which sucks because I mean, it's annoying and you, you don't want to use a scalpel when like a hatchet is easier. But unfortunately, if you want to be successful, I think in delicate situations like that, that's kind of the line you have to walk. Yeah. And like, to your point, you were saying like from the, the third person or whoever else's perspective coming into it, like I've never been in an open, open relationship where like, 
like I'm dating guys and girls, he's dating other girls, and that's just yeah, it. He's never, not dating anybody. He's not dating anybody. And that's something else too. It's funny because like my therapist asked me, like, well, how would you feel if you started dating other guys? And I was like, Yeah, that's I mean it's a good point because I don't know because society is so weird when guys date other guys, it's right. almost rare that like he's still into women. It's mostly that he's just it's I mean, at least how society is right now and like most men like that you hear about. Um, society kind of views men who sleep with men as like exclusively gay instead of bi. And so that's where I would struggle is like deep down, is he really even into women? Like, and, and I know that he can be, but I think it would just be in my head. Like yeah. he wants to sleep with dudes, which is so hypocritical because like women can be viewed as like, yeah, they can go either way. And that makes total sense. But dudes can really only go one way or the other. It's, it's this whole thing that, you know, because for you, you, from his perspective with you, you, he can always be like, yeah, well, I have something that those girls don't have. Right. But then for you, you're like, those guys have something right. that I will never have. Right, right, right. But like I said, in my head, if it, and I wish that, like, I mean, over time, maybe I will get more open-minded to the idea that, like, if a dude wanted, a, a dude I was dating wanted to sleep with other dudes, that it wouldn't just be like, oh, shit, he's actually gay and has wants nothing to do with me. Because that's the first yeah. place my brain would go, is, like, if he wanted to sleep with other dudes, I would just be like, well, then you don't want to sleep with me. And I know that that's not a logical conclusion to come to, because he would just assume that about me, too. Right. Which is not true. But... That just goes into, like, a whole other, like, rabbit hole of, like, how society views homosexuality and bisexuality, which isn't necessarily related to open relationships. I think the bottom line for me is that, as as hypocritical as it would be, I think it would make me question staying in a, quote-unquote, monogamous um, relationship if he wanted to start sleeping with other dudes. I think it would be more of a thing, like, more maybe not so much in a relationship anymore, and it would sort of, it would rattle the foundation, admittedly, I think, for me. You would feel more like, hey, you're just two people who are sleeping together. Right, right. Because at that point, I don't know why. It just seems like such a more extreme thing for him to be sleeping with dudes than for me to be sleeping with women. Even as even as, as both of us viewing it as a completely casual sex-related thing, um, I just don't know that I could just be like... And, I, and that's the thing that sucks. Because then I think about it and it's like, well, shit. Is that how he feels about my right. situation? Like, is it just like, what's the point of this if she's just banging other girls? Um, but then, like I said, like, I just think overall guys are just, but are you okay if he was like, you know what? You're sleeping with other women. I should be allowed to sleep with other women. See, and that's the, that's the horrible, horrible hypocrisy is that <laughs> like, it's not the same. You know what I mean? It's just not the same, but it is, and it isn't, and it is. So the bottom line is I think if he ever decided, um, that he wanted to start sleeping with other women, like I said, I think it would rattle the foundation of our relationship enough to where we'd probably go back to sort of we're just dating you know we're dating but yeah. we're dating other people like we were doing last summer sort of thing where, right um where we're both free to do what we wanted when we wanted and it becomes less about like you know there's no more labels there's no more boyfriend girlfriend because yeah. i just i have a very like my brain operates in a very like ocd way where it needs to be like sometimes very black and white which i hate about myself but it needs to categorize so like in my head if it's like my boyfriend who i'm taking home for christmas and all these other sorts of things I grew up in a very, like, traditional, like, family. Like, my parents are still together. Like, so I think it would be very hard for me just to be like, this is my boyfriend. And, like, sure. we have two cats and an apartment. But we fuck whoever we want. Like, that, <laughs> I just can't. 
I can't, and it's terrible, and it's hypocritical, and I hate it, and it's like all this shit's coming out, and like, this is like a therapy session for free, it's great, <laughs> all this shit's like occurring to me, and I'm just like, oh god, that's so hypocritical, great, it's, but. It's as if, the start of this episode, you're like, hey, I'm ready to talk about being in an open relationship. No, I'm ready to talk about it. And now we're coming around, and you're like, I don't <laughs> oh, know shit. if this is something I should be doing This is anymore. not a great idea, I don't so, know. I mean, it kind of sounds like, is your, if you really had to bluntly advise somebody, and they're like, oh yeah, we're talking about being in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. Would you like straight up be them like, you know what? Really, really, really think about yes. that. Yes. And almost push for people to not do it. Well, the problem is so many people are different than me. And that's, that's the fair. thing I'm discovering. Um, I don't know, as more and more as I it's it's funny, I don't know if it's just artists. Uh, the more comic friends I make, the more people I discover are in open relationships, which yeah. was unheard of to me, like prior to like maybe five years ago. Like there there are people in Ohio. I thought there was something people in LA did when they were like in their fifties and like <laughs> needed like some some sort of way to like convince themselves they're still young but like um but no like i would say at least a quarter of the friends i have are in some form of open relationship or 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 are a friend that has slept with someone in a open relationship are they all super happy though some of them are that's the some thing. of them are okay of um, that quarter of that quarter yeah okay half half of those guys seem like they're it's fine with them like they're just rolling with it okay um and inevitably Inevitably, in the scenarios that I've heard, you know, and a lot of this is anecdotal, but then a lot of it's firsthand. Um, inevitably, there will be at some point a tricky little piece of it where either the third person coming into the relationship and hooking up with one of the two people catches feelings, and that gets tricky. Yeah. Um, or the um, couple, you know, one half of the couple, as you've addressed, like isn't as okay with it, and they're basically doing it for the other person. Um, and that ends up really just driving, like, they're still together, but you can tell it's this, I feel like there's already enough stress in most relationships. Like, oh, this yeah. is like a whole other, like, you're just throwing like a wrench Absolutely. in an already like very like precarious machine. So you have to be absolutely certain that this is 100% what both people want. And then there's the added trickiness of whomever you're bringing in, having them be absolutely aware that like, that's all they'll ever be. Well, and you have to be hundred percent honest. With yeah. each other and yeah. communicating at all times because it sounds like this, the it's the line. recipe for a dumpster fire. Yeah, it's a, it's a fine line because it's basically like if you don't, if you're not, if you're not keeping the lines of communication open, there's a very fine line between open relationship and cheating. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. And then, and that's where it gets tricky too because people have all these weird rules like, yeah, you can, like I've even heard it get as granular as you can have oral sex with these people, but you can't actually let them penetrate you. And it's like, how? Like, how does it get? And I'm not in it, so I can't understand it. But it's like, well, I don't know. Like, and again, my brain is black and white, so it's just like I just feel like if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go like nine and a half into ten, you might as well go well the full time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just because then what ends up happening if I don't know you're blowing a dude and you guys get really into it and then he like puts it in your butt? Like, that's not technically like. You know, sexual intercourse. Yeah, that wasn't know. covered. Right. right, like that wasn't covered. We didn't discuss that part. So, like, am I in trouble now? Do I have to tell you? Is our relationship <laughs> in the balance because I let that happen? Like, I don't know. Like, it just, it gets, because there are so many variables, I think that, again, because my brain wants to be black and white, just says either we're doing this or we're doing that because there's too many other rules and factors. And- yeah. And I know we're far into this, folks, and I, but I have to throw this out there. As you hear little noises uh it's because jess is getting so animated <laughs> sorry i'm mean, uh, banging on the table yeah hitting the table but <laughs> we're getting her that <laughs> I, i'm like half italian right so like i talk and bang on the thing a lot so <laughs> uh 
and, and you've, you've kind of talked about this, but I think the point too is the the assumption is that you're in an open relationship. It's not that people in open relationships are going around and just being slutty, and it's like, oh, anybody can right. come sleep with me. There's still a pickiness yeah. to it, right? With yeah. the people that you're you're being with, it's not like you're not uh, some sex crazed sex starved woman who's like, oh, I just gotta sleep with everybody right. and anybody, but I want this emotional attachment. It's there's there's more to it. So I guess how would somebody successfully approach you if they had that interest with you? Um, I don't know. You're saying so like if they were aware going in that I was in a relationship. Yeah, if they know you're in a relationship, but they have like this whatever level of interest. uh Okay. And you probably have to have the conversation like, hey, this will never go beyond whatever. Right. But how does somebody... How does somebody hit on you? How does somebody approach the subject? They're like, hey, uh, you know, I'd like you to consider me, <laughs> or whatever the case may be. Um, well, I'm a nun. I'm a bad person to ask. Because, like I said, I grew up in, like, a really traditional, like, pseudo-Catholic household. Um, so, for me, I don't even – I've never even had a one-night stand. Like, I'm not about – like, I'm, yeah. I'm bad at casual hookups because, like – Again, I'm usually the asshole that catches feelings, which is another reason why I try to, like, avoid open situations, because that just, like, fucks everything up when I get confused, um, and it's just easier for me to not be confused. Um, I think, for me, it's, a, unfortunately, like, it's hard for me to just say, like, that if someone were to approach me, that there'd be something they could specifically say, I would be the kind of person that it would require, like... It would be a process, unfortunately, for me. Like, yeah. it would be a process of me feeling comfortable with the person, um, being aware of, the, of what their interests are, and then weighing in my mind, like, is that something I want to pursue, I guess. So, when you're swiping on Tinder, mm-hmm. what are you looking for? Um, mostly just, there are a lot of, it's funny, there's a lot of girls, of discounting the, the couples, um, that in their bios have ones that are very similar to mine, which is... I never really got to experiment with girls. I had kids young. I got married young and I have a boyfriend now or, you know, I, you know, I'm not seeing anyone now, but I'm also not looking for a relationship. I'm looking for something very casual. Yeah. Um, there are very few girls that I've actually met in real life on Tinder because again, like I feel like so many of them are on there just to kind of like, it's just like a fantasy of just being able to talk yeah. to another girl, but not actually go through with it. Or dip their toe in the water, but they don't want right. to. Right, but then you, yeah, you ask for their number, and then even if they give you a number, like they don't respond, or they're like, "Yeah, we'll totally meet up next week," and then you just never hear from them again. Yeah, I'm gonna start the shower water. Right. Feel if it's warm enough. Nah, it's probably fine for now. Yeah. So, um, so the the most the, the girls that I end up usually swiping right on are the ones that are in similar situations to mine, or that are um, by that are okay with bi girls because the other the other tricky part i i don't know this because i'm not but i've had lesbian friends tell me they hate bi girls because (laughs) they feel like they're just in it they're just as you said like dipping their toe in the water just to like and that's not necessarily true i mean like i've i've not been in like hardcore relationships with women but i've dated girls over the course of like six to eight weeks before and you know it's not to say that i'm strictly there just to be like man fucked a girl and it's a fun story that I can tell my guy friends and get them all turned on. Right. It's not about that but I think a lot of lesbians view bisexual women as that because a lot of lesbians are legitimately looking for something more serious or long term and because I don't have that kind of experience that does get frustrated to them because it kind of like it kind of just it's a cock tease it's a muff tease. <laughs> so um, 
So that's it too. I tend I tend to avoid women that are um, strictly gay because I don't want to like piss them off because like yeah I'm just kind of here and I'm also fucking a guy and I don't know I want to be that person. So with the people that you know because you know multiple people in open relationships, are they more common where it's like your situation? Do you think and like a girl's allowed to go sleep with a girl? Yeah. And but girls aren't out sleeping with other dudes. Right. And dudes aren't going around sleeping with other dudes. It's pretty specific. Yes. And I think that's maybe one thing to get across, too, is a lot of people hear open relationships and they think, oh, you can sleep with anybody. Not that those don't exist. Sure. They do, but I think it's more common that it's just... And, I mean, some of them are legitimately open in the traditional sense where, like, I do... I know at least three couples off the top of my head that are the guy can sleep with whoever, the girl can sleep with whoever, doesn't matter the sex, doesn't matter any of that... Um, but yeah, I think that was the thing that surprised me too. And it, it made me feel better to know that I wasn't the only person that was like, you know, I, I love my boyfriend. I want to be with him. Ultimately, I want him to be like my family and the thing that I come home to. But also I'm really attracted to women and I've never really got to explore that. And there's a lot of women that are out there that are like that. Um, and like I said, I think because dudes very much so often don't have a lot to feel threatened by when other women are part of the equation. Right. They're just like, yeah, go for it. Do what, do what you want to do. Do you think the best advice then for whether you're a guy or you're a girl, whatever, and you're about to be that third person is just to pretty much go in there and have a limited amount of expectations. Yeah. And realize like, hey, this is not going to necessarily be a long-term thing or, you know, don't get attached. Yeah. Or maybe maybe don't even be like great friends with both of the people. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, those are the, that's what you should do. Um, inevitably, that's probably what I would not do. I would do like the opposite and do the stupidest thing. Just be buddies with everybody. That's it. I would try to be friends with everyone. And but then you I, shouldn't. And then I'd probably catch feelings for both of them and make it a huge mess. Um, just because that's what I do. But um, but yeah. No, I think I think that's ultimately. If you're the kind of person who wants to get involved with someone that's in one of those situations, it's a mantra that you have to repeat to yourself. And I think similarly, it helps to be a like-minded person where if you if you yourself have been in a relationship where it's been open, yeah, it's going to be a lot easier for you to get into someone else's open relationship because you get it, you've been there, you understand it, you know right. that kind of thing. But um, but as we were talking about in the the traditional open relationships where the it's a guy and a girl and they're allowed to date whoever, I think at least in two of the three couples that I know about. Um, the third person who came in caught feelings because right. it's just... It's, it's so if you're one of those people that you're that third person, roll, person rolling in, or even if it's a couple and they just start dating, they're kind of... Maybe they're feeling out this open relationship concept and like, maybe this is for us. A time limit? Like, yeah, I know that sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but it's no, like you've got to have it in your mind because if it becomes a regular, consistent thing... You need to have a deadline. Yeah, you're kind of in a relationship with two people then yeah, at that point, right? Yeah. That's realistically what yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's funny to me, the whole concept of like a deadline on a relationship used to, as equally as an open relationship seemed like nuts. Like it just seemed like nuts to me. Yeah. But I actually dated a guy who, um, he was with a girl for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and right up front, he was like, just so you know, um, you're the first girl I've dated since my divorce. Um, you know, I have three kids that I'm taking care of. And... They uh, they come first, and honestly, I'm I'm never gonna tell you I love you. I don't ever see myself falling in love again because it was a really messed up relationship. Sure. Um, he's like, and I think after about six months in, he was like, um, let's just date until you finish graduate school, and then as soon as you finish graduate school, let's call it off. And that is literally like he went to her graduation, and 
that was it. They called it. Wow. And she wasn't ready. Like, she, even though she'd seen it coming the entire time, she wasn't ready. And, and in her mind, she's like, that. that's just a thing. And I say. was like, that's nuts. How do you do that? But then that's a great example of why you should have, because that's, so the ultimate irony with open relationships is there's no boundaries, you know? Right. But you need to have something. Yeah. Because at some point, if you don't have any boundaries. It's going to be guidelines. It's going to be a mess because someone's going to someone's gonna never get the hint that they need to leave to go home. Just right. even just go home that night. Like, they're not going to go. Um, or they're going to start, like, you know, thinking that there's more to it than what there is. Um, whereas if you have a deadline or you have rules or you have, you know, certain guidelines, at least then you're keeping a distance. It's got to be like pirates have that code. Something, because yeah, that's it. Like I, I think it's impossible to live life without any boundaries, because then it just becomes a big gelatinous blob of feelings. <laughs> oh, guys, we're gonna wind this down here uh, again. Jess is also very funny to follow on Twitter. I know this firsthand. Follow her yeah. at Epic Fall E P I C F A U L. Uh, she's on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat on the whole thing. Uh, she does stand up comedy around Cleveland. So follow her on there to figure out where she's going to be. Uh, right now, weekly, if you're in Cleveland, you can see her Sunday nights. She hosts at the Avenue Tap House in Lakewood, Ohio. Uh, so she's always doing stand-up there. But again, it's just great. I, I love following you sometimes because you're so new to stand-up mm-hmm. that some of your frustrations, like, yeah. I get, but like, like, you oh, get past there. it. Yeah, yeah I've you're been like, there. hey, thanks, 20 people who told me, yeah, I'll be there. They're never coming. Just no. so you know, yeah. they're never coming. No, I know, you're right. But don't, like, I know. You know, when you you try to, there's no point in making an event page and inviting people. Oh, blah, no. Blah. I and stopped doing like, that six months ago. Why didn't you tell me that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe because you didn't come the last 37 times. Yes. I told you so I gave up. That's how it's always going to be, Jess. Yeah. Just, you get to that point and it's fine. Like, it runs its moment where you have those friends who really are like, oh, my gosh, I could always see you doing this. And they want to come or your family. Right. But then, like, that runs its course you know you, get, you really get a feel for how much people actually do suck when you get into uh, well, things like, like it's probably like, I don't, entertainment i don't have them but i've seen them it's like you know when your friends are showing you baby pictures yeah first, you don't give a fuck about yeah, that shit yeah. at first it's like kind of really cute yeah. you're like, oh this is great and then it's like all the time or it's like on your facebook feed and it's constantly... <laughs> at least i sit down to watch their baby pictures for five goddamn minutes <laughs> you can come to one of my five minute sets jesus christ <laughs> and the thing is they're all in lakewood and all my fucking friends are in lakewood so there's no excuse for any of this but anyway oh well they there you go, Jess's friends. You're on the same <laughs> damn time. Figure it out. Uh, before I let you get out of here, I always told myself, listen, if I'm going to have f- females on here, I have to pose this question for the guys because so many of them still don't understand. They don't learn it. And also, we threw your Snapchat out there. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of unsolicited uh, snaps yeah. that may come your way because of this. I don't have a huge audience right now, but eventually this <laughs> might grow and people may listen backwards and they're going to get your Snapchat. All like, right. Be like six months from now, you're going to have like 18 snaps and go dick, 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 dick. What the? Then I'm just going to start a ranking system. I'm going to start like know. a Tumblr and be like, rate this dick. And so the question is, those are yes, no. Dick pics, good, um, bad. So, okay. I personally, um, I don't even like like, I love my boyfriend, but I don't looking at, like looking at penises. I don't like looking at them. They're, and I, I feel like that's a that's a big consensus across, like, all sexuality, all orientation for the most part. Is Even, like, <laughs> even gay dudes. I've, I've got gay friends tell me, like, no, we don't like to look at that. We like them. And, I, and that's how I feel about it. I like them. Sure. I don't want to look at it. Like, yeah. I just want to feel it. That's all I really want. 
Um, so no, no one issue did pick for me. There you go, guys. Um, but that's not to say I don't have friends that that endorse them. I'm just saying if you send them to me, I'm probably going to do something malicious with them. That's just the disclaimer you get when you send them to me. They're my so property many people now. have not learned that lesson. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, follow too many friends on Snapchat who that happens to. And then they're like, I'm just going to start posting. And I'm like, not going to look at the rest of your story. Yeah. Because you know what's coming next. Yeah. But there you go, guys. Again, as I have told you before, if you're going to do it, you'd better do it if it's by request. Don't be just sending that shit to send it. If you send me your penis, I will draw your face on it. Instead of drawing a penis on your face, I'm going to draw your face on your penis. And then everyone will know whose penis that is. You better be packing if you're going to be sending me shit because (laughs) that's what's going to happen. That's, uh, there you go. That's, that's fair wisdom and I think fair play right there. I think so. Well, Jess, thanks for hanging out and talking open relationships. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, Jess will be back. I told you guys. Uh, so she'll, we have plenty of topics to cover and, uh, let me know how much you enjoyed having her on here. Of course, email the wingcast at gmail.com. Follow along on Twitter and Instagram at the wingman guy, uh, for everything that you need. And don't forget, guys, Iconic Last with Steve Guy coming to you. Tickets are sale, uh, on sale now at the alextheatercleveland.com. Uh, of course, look at all of the social media. I'll be putting out links there, too. And the next show is September 8th. Got a couple of people from Chicago, somebody coming in from Cleveland. So all sorts of fun there. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. And I will talk to you guys next week. Just uh, don't be solid humans this week, all right? No, no dick snaps to Jeff. <laughs>